This is a shock podcast. It is true, said Beauty, but I do believe you are very good-natured. The Beast, though touched by Beauty's compliment, said, Yes, yes, my heart is good, but still, I am a monster. Beauty smiled at Beast and said, Among many men, there are many that deserve the name more than you, and I prefer you. Just as you are. That evening, Beauty ate a hearty supper and had almost conquered her dread of the monster. But she nearly fainted away when he said, Beauty, will you be my wife? It was some time before she dared answer, for she was afraid of making him angry if she refused. At last, however, She said, trembling, No, Beast, I'm sorry, but I simply cannot. Immediately, the poor monster sighed and hissed so frightfully that the whole palace echoed. But Beauty soon recovered her fright, for Beast said in a mournful voice, Then, farewell, Beauty. Swiftly, the Beast left the room. Beauty then spent the next three months very contently in the palace. Only one thing that gave Beauty any concern is that every night before she went to bed, the monster would always ask her if she would be his wife. One day, she said to him, Oh Beast, you make me very uneasy. I wish I could consent to marry you, but I cannot lead you to believe... That will ever happen. I shall always esteem you as a friend. The beast frowned, but said, Hmm, I understand. Though I ought to think myself happy that you will stay here, promise me you will never leave me. Beauty then answered, I will. Indeed, I promise to never leave you. But... I do want to see my father, as it has been a great deal of time since I've last seen him. Then perhaps this will help, said the beast. He handed her a handled looking glass, and in the round mirror was the image of Beauty's father, pining himself sick for the loss of his daughter. Oh, oh father, she cried. And all the color rushed from her face. You must go to your father, said the monster. You may remain with him for one week. But if you do not return before the end of the week, I promise you, poor beast will die with grief. Beauty agreed and said, I give you my promise, beast. I will return in a week. Very well then. You shall be there tomorrow morning. Take this magic-looking glass with you and this ring. You need only to lay your ring in the mirror before you go to bed when you have a mind to come back. Farewell, Beauty. When Beauty woke the next morning, she found herself at her father's house. 
she quickly dressed and came to the kitchen, where her father shrieked loudly and thought he would die with joy to see his dear daughter again. Beauty told her father of her time in the palace and how, despite her initial impression of the beast, he was no longer as terrifying as she once found him. A week came and went, and Beauty could not help feeling uneasy that she was likely causing pain to poor Beast, whom she sincerely loved and longed to see again. The tenth night she spent at her father's, she dreamed of the Beast in the palace garden, suffering. Beauty was startled from her sleep, sat up straight in bed, and burst into tears. Am I not very wicked to act so unkindly to Beast, who has tried so hard to please me in everything? Oh, is it his fault if he is so ugly? He is kind and good, and that is more than enough. Why did I refuse to marry him? It is neither wit nor a fine face in a husband that makes a woman happy, but virtue, sweetness of temper, and thoughtfulness and beast beast has all these valuable qualifications having said this beauty rose put her ring on the mirror and then laid down again and when she woke the following day she was overjoyed to find herself in the beast's palace she waited for evening with the utmost impatience at last, the wished-for hour came, and the clock struck nine, yet no beast appeared. Beauty then feared she had been the cause of his death. After looking for him everywhere, she remembered her dream and flew to the garden, where she had dreamed she saw him. There, she found poor beast stretched out quite senseless, and as she imagined, dead. She threw herself upon him. Oh no, no, dear beast, you must not die. I thought I only had a friendship for you, but the grief I now feel convinces me that I cannot live without you. Oh, my dear beast, I love you, and I will marry you. No sooner had she said this than the hide of the beast split in two and out came the most handsome young prince. The prince told her that he had been enchanted by a magician and could not recover his natural form until a maiden would, of her own free will, declare that she loved him. Thereupon the prince sent for the merchant and he was married to beauty and they all lived happily ever after. The End.